<laughs> Hello, how are you? I'm good. This is the late night version of the after classers. <laughs> Honestly, I'm I'm really enjoying this. So for context, it is Tuesday. It is 11:45 p.m. I just 15 minutes ago turned in a term paper. Um and yep. I was like, we can record another time. But Catherine's like, no, nah, let's do it. We'll do the late night. So here we are recording the late night after classers. I know. We, well, I mean, we could have done like a few days from now, but I feel like it was a mutual. Let's, let's do a late night recording. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shared mood. Um, we both have our tea and our late night desserts and we are ready to go. <laughs> yep, I've got my uh, fish food Ben and Jerry's ice cream right here. You have your donut. My, my sweet has had Krispy Kreme donuts like every day the past four days. And so I've been spacing out my donuts, but there's been a lot th flowing through because I live with two seniors and there have been birthdays and there's senior activities going on so people at Wake Forest always get Krispy Kreme for events and so there's just been a steady flow of Krispy Kreme and it's been wonderful and sugary. Well because obviously every senior event must be celebrated with donuts. What else exactly. would you do? Exactly. <laughs> That's the whole point. <laughs> Um, so to get into our topic for this week, we wanted to start, I think, with a general discussion on compartmentalizing and I think definitely the fact that we're recording at whatever time it is, 11, yeah, 11.45 p.m. <laughs> is a perfect example for how busy things can get. And I think it's, well, I don't, we all know that it gets really difficult at the end of the semester with everything kind of coming to an end and you've got all these small assignments ending before you prepare for your big final assignments and all of your clubs are meeting for the last time and kind of everything has to happen and it's all happening at the same time. So it's easy to combine feelings of stress and anxiety with everything that's going on. So I guess touching on kind of what we can do to organize our mental state so that we can get through things in a healthy way and not be anxious about every little thing. I think I think like what we're going to talk about tonight is going to echo a lot of stuff that we've said earlier, especially because like we focus so much on being mentally stable when you're going through something stressful. <laughs> And I laugh when I say that because I feel like I can't fully say that I'm mentally stable even right now because there's a lot of stressful stuff going on with classes, but I think that's just the nature of finals for everybody. But I think what I would say, and I'll use an example from this past weekend, I was hanging out with my finance club outside, very like spaced out in the park, um, and I kind of had the understanding for myself that when I would go and hang out with them, I wasn't going to think about the work that 
I had coming up, I was giving myself those three hours to just be with my friends that I haven't seen in a while. Some people I haven't even met at all because they're new to the club and we've never actually had an in-person meeting because of COVID. And so I just gave myself that time to not think about work, to not stress about it, just leave all of that stuff on campus and give myself a break because I really needed it. And I came back and I felt so refreshed and ready to get down to work after having that, after decompressing (laughs) in the park with my friends for a few hours. (laughs) That's great. I think that's wonderful. I definitely did a lot of the same things this weekend. I hung out with friends here and there for a few hours. Like I got ice cream or I went to dinner or something like that. And I completely agree with the golden rule of spending that time and not worrying and just enjoying. And I think in general, a really helpful mindset to adopt is one where you realize that the work is going to get done anyway. So no matter how much stress or anxiety you might be feeling about that work or the fact that it's coming up, just accepting that it's coming up and kind of saying, okay, well, it's happening. So I might as well know how much time. I think another thing is I kind of gauge how much time something is going to take. So if I know that something's going to take me probably five hours, for example, I will make sure that I give myself probably a, about a day with some some comfort room so that I can take a break, I can get through it, but I do get those five hours done. So I know that if I'm going to go out to dinner with friends or if I'm going to have an ice cream break with friends or something like that, I've scheduled my time well so I don't have to worry about that. So also I think a part of being able to compartmentalize well is being organized from the get-go, that's been super helpful for me as well. So I saw this meme and I will preface with what I've said before that leaving work to the last minute is not a good idea because it's never going to be your best work. But on that note, I did see this meme which made me laugh very much and it was something about how like if you have an assignment that should take you a day but you don't start it until an hour before it's due it will only take you an hour because you will turn it in for the deadline regardless (laughs) and so it's definitely not the kind of mindset to live by because your work will be very chaotic but it's to your point that the work will always get done and if maybe you make a mistake and you don't give yourself enough time you will finish it you may stress out and like have a full-on panic attack crying session while doing it which is totally okay but it will get done at the end of the day that's what really matters yes and I think some people out there might be like me where if I'm going to feel stressed about something I don't normally feel stressed about it as it's about to occur but rather I'll be getting it done so let's say I'm working on a paper I'll be working on a paper and then I know it's done or I'm getting to the end and I'm reading through the rubric and I feel like I've hit every point, but then I also have a moment of, "Mm, 
but did I really spend enough time on this? Should I be spending more time? Should I have dedicated this much more time or should I have not gone and taken that study break with a friend? And I kind of, if I'm going to be stressed, it's more in a mindset of, could I have done more with this, even if I've done all that I could possibly do with the assignment? So I think there's also an important stopping point where you have to also not let your mind ramble with other thoughts of, could there have been more? If you really care about your work as a student, which obviously you do if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> then, <laughs> then I definitely think you do not need to have those anxieties. So now... If I feel that coming on, I've been really great about this this year. If I feel that coming on, I kind of just say to myself, nope, Catherine, we're not doing this. We're not going to, we're not going to have those thoughts. We're not going to spend 10 hours on something that should have taken two hours. And I get things done. My friend called me a speed demon a few days ago telling me (laughs) (laughs) that I do get things done in a really quick turnaround time. Obviously I've improved since freshman year, but that's because I've been working on not having what I like to call post completion stressors or anxieties where you've completed the assignment and you're thinking, could I have done more? Nope. We don't even think about that. You've completed it. You read the rubric, you got everything in, you did everything you were asked to do. There's no need to read through for one more little typo if you've already done it. I'm not saying don't complete your work as much quality as possible, but just there's a level at which you know okay I'm being a little crazy I need to stop yeah don't don't go there friends (laughs) no I think you and I both definitely in the past have suffered from a kind of perfectionist uh personality type where the work that we turn in it has to be perfect and let's be honest perfect isn't an achievable standard by any sense and so you need to be okay like you said like looking at it saying okay i've put in enough work this is good and just accepting that and not going back and picking at it and changing stuff because odds are you'll probably make it worse if you keep going back because you'll be too critical and you'll change something that was good into something lesser so yeah (laughs) yeah i just had a crazy memory of us in high school so for context (laughs) i know for context Our high school was not very clear about our final grades. So we would get a test back and know, okay, I got an A, I got a B, whatever. But it was always just this impending doom of what would your final grade be? There was no, like that was not clear. So I remember it was after, I think I was, yeah, I was a junior, rising senior, and you were a rising junior. And we had just come back from graduation for the seniors. And so at Wait, our high school. this was when we first met. This, this was the was summer right or the, the yeah. spring. Yeah, right after we first met. And so we had gone to all the high school students had to go to the senior graduation at our school. And so it was after the seniors had graduated. And we walked over to this restaurant a few blocks away. And we had lunch after the graduation together, the two of us. And I just remember we were both so quiet and just kind of staring at our food <laughs> because I we were so sad this. that we weren't graduating <laughs> and also 
we were so stressed about our final grades. We couldn't enjoy. I don't want anyone to have to experience that feeling. So that right there is a great example of post-assignment anxiety where you're sitting there and you're worrying about your final grade and if you did enough. I promise you, if you're worrying about whether or not you did enough, you absolutely, without a doubt, did enough. (laughs) The fact that we were on, that was summer vacation. After graduation, we were done. It was summer vacation for us. And we were sitting, Mm -hmm. I remember this so vividly now, we were sitting in silence in the restaurant, just kind of staring at our plates. Just because- I remember. <laughs> I remember asking you. <laughs> I was like, Catherine, are you excited to be a junior? <laughs> and you stared at me like, are you kidding right now that you're even asking me that question? Because junior year was notoriously the hardest at our school. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was just so just, funny. You're completely right. Stu- like that is not... That's not what students should be experiencing when they reach summer vacation. Like now I'm looking at my calendar and I'm counting down the days until my last paper and exam are turned in. And I know the day after that, I'm like throwing a party for myself. I will be so excited. Mm -hmm. Like that's the reaction for summer vacation. You shouldn't be sitting wallowing in worry at lunch with your best friend. We need the vibe of the end of high school musical too. Not Yes. Not yes. not the vibe of a rainy day in Hogwarts. We need a happy <laughs> It's summertime time of our lives. It's celebration. <laughs> we need the burning your notebooks, throwing all of your papers in the air, that kind of vibe. I'm all for that. In a few weeks I will be doing that. Except if you're a true nerd, you save all your notes. LOL. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's true. Some of my, I mean, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I no, but like, you're not. I have all of my notebooks from last year still at home. You're not joking. It's true. (laughs) You save. Okay, here's a fun tip. Save the notes for your major. Anything else you can have the fun. Go burn it experience. But yes, save your major notes. Or if it's a class that like you'll reference again even if it's not in your major like if you take a stats class I'd say save like your study guide or something because that will probably be helpful down the line absolutely So another thing we were going to talk about, I think, was using your resources during finals. And I think in general, it's really easy when you have finals starting or coming up. It's the end. It's your last week of school. One of my friends said L-Walk today, which I thought was interesting for last week of school. I've never heard that. I've heard L-Doc, but not L-Walk. <laughs> I know I, I reject like, it. What the heck is L walk? That's not that is not a thing. I'm sorry. You can tell her. It's just I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> it was so funny. But if it's L walk, <laughs> L doc or finals, anything, don't run and hide in your room or in a corner of the library and freak out. Go 
to all the office hours opportunities and the review sessions and there's great centers on campus that have extra hours that they offer for help or tutoring resources or anything like that a lot of the like the maybe the bio center the math center the stat center will have extra hours just to help you so I think definitely it's easy when you feel like you have all this work to feel like you need to be so regimented about your time but you can schedule in helpful resources those don't just disappear because classes have stopped if that makes sense which I think I made that mistake my first semester on campus not utilizing resources I think I could have I completely agree and I think so the math class that I'm in this year our professor doesn't do extra office hours before exams maybe it'll be different for the final but he doesn't add them um, on top of the regular office hour schedule so in that case I highly recommend making a study group to work with your friends because even if you can't go to a TA or go to your professor there's bound to be someone in your group that can answer any question you have or if you all have the same question then you can email the professor or try to look it up because working with other people you can bounce off all of your ideas or your really random questions as I will be doing for my linear algebra class um, and it just makes it also way more fun studying with your friends during finals week I love doing that. I loved doing that last year in the library for my Gov final. I just can picture in my head my friend and I sitting on a couch in one of the libraries. It was like right before dinner and the library was packed. I'd never seen so many people there. There were kids like lying on the floor, oh, it's napping a on the couches. Finals. It really is. And I really like that vibe because everyone's suffering through the same thing that you are for different classes. But it's this unanimous feeling of, oh, we're so close to being done. I love it. Yeah, I remember I used to, I had this really hard politics class one semester last year. And I used to, with my classmates, stalk the halls of the, li the library until we could find other people in our class. And then we would find people and say, like, what the <laughs> heck is this study guide that he created, you know, and just kind of like find people, which was really nice. But this upcoming finals season, I'm going to go to the philosophy library. So at Wake, if you become a philosophy major, pro tip, you should. <laughs> we have our own <laughs> philosophy library, which is so magical and wonderful and you get key card access <laughs> when you <laughs> declare your major which is i just love it so much anyways <laughs> i'm so jealous this isn't fair what do i get in engineering depression and anxiety <laughs> and a really crazy looking metal building that anyone can go into i want a special library <laughs> it's it's so great but we're gonna go there and study just i'm so happy about that but also one funny thing I've done, which I don't know why, I just think it's hilarious, is I love studying with friends kind of for chunks of time on FaceTime. And then we'll kind of take a break and talk and then go back on mute and just kind of be on FaceTime studying together. 
which is funny but it's 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 the same vibe virtually i like it i think it's good yeah i mean like you both even if you're not in person it's still that feeling of doing that work together it's it's the COVID equivalent of everybody on campus being in one library together. It's as close as we're gonna get for now. And I agree, yep. it's fun. I do enjoy doing that with my friends too. Just don't over caffeinate my friends. That's the, cause then your anxiety just builds. <laughs> See, great thing about not liking coffee. I never have this problem. <laughs> I found out today that Starbucks in Winston-Salem just got oat milk and that used to be just a New York and Los Angeles thing they told me today I was talking to the barista because I was all excited about the oat milk but this is dangerous now because now I'm gonna want to go and get Starbucks lattes all the time and no this is just not good and the fact that it's drive-through just makes it 10 times easier for me I feel like half the time I call you, I'm sitting in a drive-thru for coffee. I was about about to say, every time we're on the phone, I'm pretty (laughs) sure you're in a drive-thru getting coffee. (laughs) Because I don't, it's weird. When I'm driving, I like listening to music when I'm actually moving the vehicle. But when I'm sitting there, I would rather talk to someone. So I have this weird sit through drive-thru for coffee and call someone like yourself or drive and i don't talk to anybody (laughs) well i'm honored to be the person that you call while you're waiting for your coffee (laughs) i also called you on my drive this past weekend as well i call you a lot more than just when i'm sitting and waiting for coffee but (laughs) that is true that is true i will be fair you do call me more often than just when you're getting coffee like when you were driving however many hours you were in the pouring rain also, I feel like I call you more than you call me because <laughs> I'm a caller, not a texter. I call people. I'm I am a horrible texter for anyone that I have texted and it's been a little awkward. That's because I'm so bad at texting. I can't read vibes. I'm sorry. <laughs> Which no, is why I, feel- I prefer to call people. <laughs> I get that. I get the whole like, I don't understand the vibe or like the undertone that this person is trying to say because it's a text that has no tone to it at all but you know me i text in tiktok videos or memes that that's my mode of communication no i i i agree for sure i get so anxious after i send a text message or when i'm writing it i will rewrite a text message if that like is more important than just me texting a friend very like randomly about like let's get food what's the homework whatever if it has any more importance than that i will rewrite a text message multiple times it's so bad because it's just a text it's not an oscar award speech but it feels like it is (laughs) i have a new rule with myself that i don't i don't pull out the notes app anymore to text anyone if i have to do that if i have to do that it's not authentic in which case I should not be texting that person. <laughs> so I, I keep the notes app at bay. <laughs> I just text. I feel so called out right now. <laughs> because this is something that you and I have bonded over so many times. Yeah, we don't we don't notes app anymore. That's we've moved on. We've graduated from notes app to just texting. 
Okay, you've graduated. I still need to make that graduation hop. Um, we'll get there at some point. I still have to fall back on the notes app on occasion. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> I'm going to start asking you in future whether or not you sent certain text messages to people with the notes app. That'll be a good teller for me about things that are going on in your life and the dynamic. I mean, it's a huge <laughs> like flag. You 100% know what's up if I have resorted to using the notes app to send a, te- a text message. So it's very obvious. <laughs> this is this is an even better way to go about finals week. If you feel like you are in contact with people that make you want to use the notes app, shut it out <laughs> during finals week at the very least. <laughs> that is that's actually very good advice though because if you are resorting to using the notes app to text that person it that's too much energy for finals week that energy needs to go into your work exactly exactly you can put a pause on those people (laughs) until finals are over and summer has started It's all good. It's it's uh twelve fifteen. We can ramble a little. That's so true. <laughs> we okay. we've earned the right to ramble. Well, since it is twelve fifteen and we've rambled <laughs> on and on and we've somehow made our way to a discussion about the notes app. <laughs> I'm gonna say good night. <laughs> yes, well, this will be the cutoff point for the podcast this week. <laughs> Before we Have say too a much else, evening. I'm going to down the rest of my cup of tea and call it an evening. <laughs> I might have to take another couple of bites with my fish food, but I will be following you very shortly with calling it an evening. Quick question: My is bed fish is food looking- your favorite? Is fish food your favorite, Ben and Jerry's? Because it's definitely mine. Nothing, nothing in this world compares to fish food. Hands down favorite flavor from Ben and Jerry's. Favorite all-time flavor, it's either Ben and Jerry's fish food or Haagen-Dazs mint chip. I have both in my refrigerator at all times, but this is definitely the best Ben and Jerry's flavor. Oh, very funny story that I will share very fast. I met one of my good friends at Cornell, her dad, for her birthday last year, and we were at dinner. And was I it made ben a comment. Jerry? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh my god, that would make this story so much more funny. But we were talking about something, dessert maybe, and I mentioned how I love fish food. Assuming that he knew I meant fish food ice cream from Ben and Jerry's, he, I'm not even exaggerating, Catherine, scooted his chair away from me because he thought I meant fish food like you feed fish. <laughs> That is so funny. Oh my goodness. That's hilarious. Best first impression ever. We clarified. (laughs) He thought it was hilarious, but hands down, that's the best or worst first impression I've ever made on someone. (laughs) That's so funny. I, speaking of fish food, very different story, but two weeks ago, I learned that we have had a fish in this household all year and I had no idea. This is the fish that you were fish sitting for, right? Yes. 
I was fish sitting for Phil, my sweet face fish. <laughs> I didn't know that we had a Phil. Like, I had no clue. I went the whole year not knowing that we had Phil. So, <laughs> poor when Phil. When she texted me, when she texted me and said, Can you feed Phil? I said, of course, gladly, love a little betta fish, but I just did not know that Phil was under our roof. So <laughs> that was oh. a wonderful surprise. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love it. I love insanely human names for animals. It's great. See, I will be totally the opposite 180. I'll be naming my dogs like Poseidon. Zeus, Apollo. <laughs> I'll be going like Greek gods, Egyptian gods, something from my childhood love, maybe something Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter. That's what you'll find me with in the park. <laughs> I actually found this hilarious picture of us in high school for Halloween. Oh, no. And you were some <gasps> Greek goddess, and I was a bunny with a tutu on. And <gasps> we were so strange in high school. I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I know what you're talking about. I have a photo of you in that bunny costume asleep in the library on my phone somewhere. I will send it to you. Oh, yes. I will send it to you. (laughs) (laughs) I was a sleeping bunny in the library. I probably crashed from all the sugar I ate. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) That was four years ago. That's crazy cheese well it'll be four years in the fall right yeah four years Mm. in the fall so we're not quite there yet don't don't rush it oh yeah (laughs) i forgot i forgot we met the spring of my well we didn't meet we reunited the spring of my junior year if you need context friends go back to our intro episode (laughs) no yes 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 i for some reason i thought it was sophomore year wait Yes, because it was your junior year, my sophomore year. That's what it was. I was so confused for a moment. It was spring of my sophomore year because I studied abroad that summer. And I remember trying to call you with a six-hour time difference and that was not successful. I remember (laughs) that. We were WhatsApping. (laughs) Oh my gosh, yes. Because I'm not paying for texting all the way in the UK. (laughs) That That was a great summer for both of us, my goodness. Wow. Okay. Well, I will just fall asleep dreaming about our angsty high school days years ago. We have both. Maybe not. Maybe maybe dream about bunnies and fish instead. Don't dream yeah. about angsty high school. I'm 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 really happy that we have Phil, and I can just think about Phil and fall asleep. <laughs> my, my best friend at Wake, Phil. I like that you have a house pet. I want one. I want a house pet. Preferably something bigger than a fish, something that I can cuddle with. But any house pet will do. <laughs> I just love that I had no idea this entire year. The That's whole really year. Funny. Nobody mentioned Phil. Nobody <laughs> nobody said anything. I never saw Phil when I was upstairs. It was just I totally had no idea, which was great. Totally oblivious exactly (laughs) this one's for phil we love you phil (laughs) (laughs) we're 
so tired. Now that we've gotten totally off topic trying to sign off, we will actually sign off for this week. <laughs> we're like laughing tired Sleep at the point where we're so tired time. that we're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to spare everyone the rest. Have a wonderful night and a wonderful two weeks. And we will come back on post-finals with a wonderful awake experience. Yes, it won't be a late night episode. It will be a celebration of summer vacation. And that will be great. So I will, exactly. I will see you in two weeks. I will talk to you in the car probably before then. Yes, I will <laughs> probably call you tomorrow. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.